Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fake Ritual. I'm Lucas Sloppy, and for this mini-sode, I thought we would uh, continue what we did with the last mini-sode and share some spooky stories, specifically some creepy pasta stories. And for those of you that don't know what creepy pasta is, let me just uh, hit this Wikipedia here for you. Creepy pastas are horror-related legends that have been shared around the internet. Creepy pasta has since become a catch-all term for any horror content posted on the internet. These internet entries are often brief, user-generated, paranormal stories intended to scare readers. They include gruesome tales of murder, suicide, and otherworldly occurrences. The subject matter of creepypasta varies widely and can include topics such as ghosts, murder, zombies, and haunted television shows and video games. Uh, creepypastas range in length from a single paragraph to lengthy, multi-part series that can span multiple media types. But I looked for some Halloween-themed creepypasta, and I found one here. We're just going to read one, and uh, let's see if it doesn't chill your bones. So, without any further ado, here is a story titled Beware the Soulless. This was written by user Undead Souls, and I got it off of creepypasta.com. Go figure. All right, here we go. It's been 13 years, 13 years since they found me. I want to run, but I can't. They won't let me leave. No one leaves. This place traps us here, keeps us in this godforsaken town. If you drive out far enough, you can find the edge of town where the fog begins. But that's all there is, just a giant wall of fog. Even on the sunniest of days, the fog never leaves. Thirteen years ago, when I found out the truth about this town, I was only ten bright-eyed and curious. Every time I asked my parents about the fog, they'd be nervous for a minute and always say, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Andrew. There is no fog. I knew they were lying. So instead of listening to lies, I asked the elders. They told me the truth. Oh, little Andrew, the fog keeps us here, trapped with them. The soulless, horrifying little creatures they are. But they only come on All Hallows' Eve. Our costumes are disguises, protection from the darkness. I took their word like gospel. They're the elders, old and wise. Shouldn't we listen to them? It's a good thing I did. If not, I would have ended up like Billy Hayes. Billy was a bully, always calling the elders old hags and egging houses. But no matter what, he always wore a costume usually a devil mask. Even the cruelest of people obeyed that rule. There were always a few who didn't believe in the soulless, or they forgot a costume, and after Halloween, they were never seen again. 
When I told my parents what the elders said, they had a serious look on their faces and told me the first truth in a long time. Andrew Samuel Pierce, if you ever see any child that gives you a bad feeling, stay away from them. Are we clear? Mom asked me with all seriousness. I nodded in agreement. She gave me a small smile and looked over to Dad, who looked like he just saw a ghost. He shook his head and walked out of the room. Typical Dad. Three months later, it was time. October 31st, 1993. Halloween, or as I now like to call it, Soulless Day. I will find out what the soulless are, my thoughts echoed, even if it kills me. Looking back on it, I wish I hadn't said that, because even if I survived, the others didn't. So many others. I put on my costume, an angel, and headed outside with my candy sack in hand. My costume was ironic, really. My angelic innocence and curiosity was twisted into a devilish desire for knowledge, and the blood on my hands will never disappear. Sheesh. I met my friends on Marybrook Ave, around the corner by the lake. My best friend Paisley was dressed up as a devil, since we were going as opposites. Oh, how the tables will turn. Man, there are so many ellipses in this. Paisley's sister, Leanna, was going as Little Red Riding Hood, and our other friend, Christopher, was going as a clown. We began our candy hunt, continuing down five blocks until I noticed that we were right near the old cemetery. Some teenagers say it's haunted, but they're probably lying. People in this town like to lie a lot, don't they? Wait, wait, we're not supposed to be here, especially on Halloween, Parker stuttered. It was obvious he was scared. What he said, Paisley, Mom told us to stay on the streets near the lights. Don't you think we should listen to her? Leanna, too? We're old enough to go on our own. There's nothing to be scared of anyway. I wish that it was true. Paisley was impatient, I could tell. Andrew, you're the oldest here. Tell them there's nothing to be scared of. She's right, guys, I tried to reassure them. All that's there are some old graves and a few harmless animals. We'll be fine. But... But the go- Oh my god, just stop being such a goddamn little baby and let's go already! Paisley grabbed Leanna's arm and dragged her in. Me and Parker looked at each other and shrugged, then began to follow the two girls into the abandoned graveyard. I wish it really was abandoned. Dot dot dot. <laughs> the deeper we went, the quieter it got. At one point, it was so quiet that all you could hear was the crunching of the dirt under our feet and the rustling of the candy in our bags. Four sets of feet could be heard, then a fifth. But the fifth was running, right towards us. I felt a hand on my shoulder and I screamed. So did my friends. All you could hear was screaming, then laughter. The figure shined a light on its face and took off its mask. Oh my God, it was Billy Hayes. Not to be confused with... Billy Mays of OxyClean fame, if anybody was confused. Goddamn Billy frickin' Hayes. <laughs> I got you losers so good. You should have seen your faces. Ha ha ha. Priceless. He scared us just to laugh in our faces. I should have seen this coming, along with the next set of deadly events. Damn you, Billy, Paisley screamed, her face red with anger and embarrassment. 
come on, it was harmless, just relax. He spoke through his snickering. No one else noticed the tall, looming silhouette behind him. Not until it was too late. Ha ha ha, what, wait, Billy screamed bloody murder as he was quickly grabbed by a long, slender, clawed hand and pulled into the darkness. Oh, ha ha ha, we're not falling for another one of your tricks, Billy. Are you, are your goons out here too? Paisley declared to the surrounding woodland just outside of the cemetery. That's when I figured it out. Billy took off his mask, his disguise. If we don't leave now, we'll be next. They were next anyway. We have to go now, I screamed. The others looked at me, puzzled. Why? It's only eight I stuttered. Behind them, there were more tall, skeleton-thin creatures with long, sharp black claws and completely blacked-out eyes with tiny, glowing white pupils, along with a seemingly thick, dark red substance oozing out of them. I bet it's blood. By their feet were young, ghost-like children with the exact same eerie eyes and disturbing smiles. Faint whispers and screams could be heard throughout the cold autumn air nipping at our skin. Almost immediately, I knew what they were. Soulless! Darkness. That's all I could see. Eventually, I woke up, along with Paisley and Parker. Leanna was nowhere to be found. I walked over to my best friend and asked what happened. They took her, she said through her tears and sniffles. Parker was panicking and repeating the phrase, this can't be happening, over and over again. Parker, we looked at him worriedly. No, 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 I'm fine. We're fine. Leanna's fine. She's just lost. Yeah, that's it. She's just, just lost. And we'll find some adults and, con- and conduct a, a search party for her. And then we'll find her asleep in the woods. And, and Billy was just pranking us. Yeah, we'll be fine. Parker began to spiral out of control, stuttering and screaming about how we'll be fine. And that this is all fake. I wish it was fake. Ooh, fake. Like fake ritual, maybe? Maybe not. Let's go look for her, I suggested. The longer she's out there alone, the more danger she's in. Paisley began nodding like a madman and jumped up quickly. Parker reluctantly agreed, but not before making us swear on our lives that we wouldn't split up, no matter what. I wish we didn't come in the first place, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Not long after beginning our search, we found Leanna by an old stone well clawed up and in tears. Leanna, we all shouted happily. She looked up and smiled, then used the edge of the well as leverage. The edge gave way. Ah! She screamed as she fell in. No! Paisley shrieked. We all ran to the edge of the well. Leanna, can you hear us? Yes, I can, but I can't move my leg. I think it's broken. Parker was about to call again, but the rest of the edge came loose, then fell down, 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 until crunch. Leanna, oh god damn it, answer me please. Paisley began to cry again. No answer. No. Oh my god. Parker started to have an anxiety attack. Before I could calm them down, I saw something that made me want to scream and vomit at the same time. There should be a word for that. There was Billy's body, but it was dismembered and each part of his body was drenched in blood and stuck on wooden stakes. I wish they survived that night. Dot, dot, dot. I'm gonna barf. Parker staggered towards a nearby bush to get all of it out. (laughs) What are we going to do, Andrew? I'm scared, Paisley said while hugging me. "Uh, I don't know, I said sadly, but we have to get out of here. 
I wish Parker never left. Wait, where's Parker? We looked around wide-eyed and panicked. Parker was gone. Not Parker, too, she cried. Ah! The scream was in the cemetery. Parker! We ran over to Parker, who was being grabbed by white, glowing hands and pulled into a grave. We each took one of his hands and attempted to pull him back out. It did nothing. With his final breaths, he told us, Live for me, okay? Tell my story. And like any other cliche movie character, he slowly sank into his suffocating death. The moment he was gone, the dust on the headstone cleared and said, R.I.P. Parker Evans, 1984 to 1993, beloved friend and son. At least he has his own grave, I said through my tears. Wow, that's very optimistic. Parker was like my brother, and now he's the corpse of a wonderful boy who didn't deserve this. Not him, not Leanna, not Paisley. Wait, Paisley! I wish she didn't do it. Paisley was on the ground crying. I knelt down and hugged her. After a few minutes, we looked up and saw them, the soulless, a whole crowd of them. One of them stepped forward. One more death. Its echoed voice rasped. One more soul to be sacrificed, and then this year shall be completed. What? I whimpered out. Each year, three souls must be sacrificed. Then three others may be let free. 300 souls maintains the balance. One more must be taken. Wait, wait, you already have three souls. Leanna, Parker, and Billy. The first was a mistake. An impure soul. One more must be taken by midnight. I looked at my watch. It was 11.45. Who will it be? Paisley asked quietly. You will figure that out. How? I questioned their logic. A battle to the death. Wait, what? We cried simultaneously. They gave us both incredibly sharp swords. What? No way, we're not fighting to the death. Shink. I looked over to see Paisley with a sword in her heart. No! I screamed and ran over to her just before she collapsed. No, 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 no. Why would you do that? I broke down in tears. Be because I love you, Andrew. Keep on living for me, okay? For all of us. She smiled softly, then closed her eyes and took her final breath. No, I love you too. I let her go and looked at the soulless. Are you happy now? Yes, and because of your good deeds, you and your descendants will be unharmed by our kind. That's pretty good. I wish Paisley was alive instead. I finally got home and my parents caught me in a huge bear hug. Where were you? They practically interrogated me. I said with a stone-cold face, The soulless found us. They knew exactly what I meant. And then I heard the clock strike 12. Years over, I thought. So now, 13 years later, I want all who know this story to do me a favor. Beware the soulless. And that's it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how most creepypastas read. Pretty stupid, but pretty fun. Uh, highlights for me were the big sword battle, or I guess sword suicide. Uh, and yeah, just, uh, you know, the Parker sinking into the grave was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the minisode for you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. 
And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Fake Ritual and uh, rate, review, and subscribe where you listen to this podcast. And, uh, you know, do, do us a favor. Tell your friends. You know, spread the word about this podcast. It's just me, Lucas, here, uh, you know, making shit happen. Uh, thanks again for listening. And remember, fakers, beware the soulless. Ha, ha, ha.